guys. Thank you for joining me today. Listen, today's episode will be the last of this series of three that we've been talking about, outsized, outnumbered, and today is outmatched. So we're still focused on using Benaiah's life as the platform or the springboard for these lessons, but we're going to focus on the last of the three exploits that it talks about in 2 Samuel 23, 20-22, and this is such a good these three episodes have been so good for me. I hope they've been a blessing to you because just writing these out, I felt like God has has taught me so much and spoke to my heart in such a mighty way. So if nothing else, they have definitely definitely been a blessing to to me um, and have really moved my heart and I hope that they'll do the same for you. But in the passage we're gonna focus on, it's gonna we're gonna pick up with 21 with verse 21 where it says and he struck down a huge egyptian although the egyptian had a spear in his hand benaiah went against him with a club he snatched the spear from the egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear such were the exploits of benaiah son of jehoiada he too was a fame was as famous as the three mighty warriors so today we're talking about being outmatched another way to look at that is feeling like you don't measure up you know, I would like to have that job or position, but the other person has a degree, and I don't. They're more qualified than me, or he or she is so talented or strong. You know, they're such a strong leader. They are so successful compared to me. How can I even stand a chance? You know, in the world's eyes, Benaiah didn't measure up either, but that didn't stop him. The Egyptian was huge and a mighty warrior as well. Also, the Egyptian was better equipped. He had a spear, and Benaiah just had a club. The Egyptian had him outmatched in size, strength, and equipment, not to mention the range. He had him outmatched there as well with the spear. So, did that stop Benaiah? No, not at all. Maybe the Egyptian underestimated him and was overly cocky. Maybe Benaiah was more determined. You know you know that old saying, it ain't the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Sometimes the underdog surprises everyone and defeats the favored champion because they just want it more. They're more determined. You know, David sure did. He surprised everybody when he defeated Goliath. Maybe Benaiah understood his own weakness and his strengths and was able to exploit his opponent's weakness. I'm sure Benaiah was a skilled and calculated warrior. You know, but there's one simple truth that is not mentioned among the explanations I just gave you, you know, about uh, Benaiah dealing with being, you know, outsized, outmatched, you know, outnumbered. All those the excuses I just talked about, the the possibilities of how he defeated the Egyptian, you know, and with being outmatched. The the one truth that it isn't mentioned there is that is God. God's favor poured out on Benaiah. God poured out his favor on Benaiah. And with that favor comes protection and strength to overcome what others would run from. That favor means when all the odds are against you, God will defy those. He'll defy those odds and do what seems impossible to show others the mighty God you serve. And that he who sits on the throne is the author and finisher the Alpha and the Omega, and if He wants to bless you, there is nothing, nothing that anyone can do to stop that. 
God has the final say, and it's about time we started walking with our heads high and our eyes fixed on Him. Because when you walk in favor with the Lord, there is nothing, nothing He can't do through you. We are walking billboards for God. If if people can't see the favor of God in our lives, why would they want what we have? If we walk around broken and defeated, looking like we are struggling to survive and never happy, who is going to want that? Who will want that? God wants you to walk in favor with Him. He wants to bless your life beyond measure. Because when we walk in favor with God, people see a difference in us. A joy that is unexplainable. Blessings that seem to hunt, da- to hunt you down. A strength that can't be explained and a love that overflows. When we walk in God's favor, others will notice and when you know, and they will want what we have. And that is something God can use to draw people to Him. Even give us the opportunity to share the gospel with someone who, who needs God. You know what? Take a look at what God did with poor little Gideon in Judges chapter 6 and 7. You can read the whole story about him there, but I'm just going to sum it up. And so I'm just going to you know tell you a little bit about Gideon and kind of sum up the story so that we can uh so that we can move on to the final part that I want to talk to you guys about but it says that an angel of the lord appeared to him and said the lord is with you mighty warrior and gideon was like excuse me surely you're not talking to me mighty warrior gideon had to be like this dude is confused the heat has affected his brain you know Gideon had to be like, he's got the wrong person. But the angel of the Lord goes on to tell Gideon that he will save the nation and destroy all the Midianites. Now, you know at this point Gideon is like, this guy clearly does not know who he's talking to, you know, or who I am. So let me keep it real for him. So Gideon says, how can this be? He's thinking this is impossible. You have the wrong guy. My family is the smallest family from the smallest tribe, and I'm the weakest of my family. So let me lay that out for you again. Gideon is the weakest, in his mind, he's the weakest of the weakest family of the weakest tribe. But yet God calls him mighty warrior. Pay attention to that. Gideon thinks he's the weakest of everybody, but God calls him mighty warrior. That's powerful. You see, God doesn't look at the outside. He looks at the heart. We see a mound of clay, but God sees a beautiful sculpture. We see what is, but God sees what will be. All he needs is a willing heart, an obedient heart. Gideon rallies, you know, so Gideon goes on and rallies the troops and ends up with like 32,000 people. You know, but God says, ah, Gideon, that's, that's too many. Uh, that's too many. If you have that many people, they'll think that they did it in their own strength. But I need them to see that it is the favor of God. It is the might of God that will that will do this. That God needs to make sure that they see it's not by their strength, but it's by His strength that this victory comes. So keep in mind now there's 135,000 Midianites. But God tells Gideon, you have too many. 
Gideon had to be confused, but God was just getting started. God has Gideon get rid of everybody but 300. Started with 32,000, ends with 300. That's right, 300 versus 135,000. Now, that is seriously outnumbered. And Gideon had to have truly felt outmatched. Remember, Gideon did not think he was a, he didn't think he was qualified. He didn't think he was qualified for the job at all. But he exercised faith and was obedient to the Lord and did what God commanded. And look what God did through him. His 300 men defeated 135,000 men and showed a nation who the one true God is. We could talk about, you know, Jeremiah as well. And how he told God he was too young and didn't know how to speak. The Lord encouraged him though. Do not say, I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Now you see, that's obedience. God is just asking him simply, just be obedient. Then it goes on and says, do not be afraid of them. Now he's saying, have courage through faith. Just have courage. And here's what God does for him. He says, for I am with you and will rescue you. That's God's protection, his provision. He's telling him, I will protect you. And then he goes on and says, then God touched, the, you know, the angel of the Lord touched Jeremiah's mouth and told him he would give him whatever he needed whatever words he needed. That's favor. Everyone undoubtedly reminded Gideon that he was the least of all the tribes in Israel, but God said he was a mighty warrior. Jeremiah was probably told he wasn't good enough. He clearly doubted God's ability to use him, but God said he would provide and simply asked him to be obedient. Jeremiah went on to be one of Israel's greatest prophets. God told Gideon, go in, strength, go in the strength that you have. In other words, God is saying, I have made you more than enough because I am with you and I am more than enough. You might think that, you're, that you aren't ready or not qualified, but God is saying, go in the strength that you have and that you are qualified. And like Jeremiah, where God calls, he will provide. All he is looking for is someone who will follow him in obedience. Someone who will say, here I am, Lord, send me. Benaiah was obedient and clearly exercised courage. And God protected him and showed him favor. Gideon saw himself as a small and weak and unqualified. But he was in the end obedient to God and followed God's commands. And with courage took 300 men to face 135,000 God, in turn, protected him and showed him favor. Jeremiah felt like he wasn't good enough for God to use, but he was obedient and showed great courage, and God protected him and touched him with his favor. What's holding you back? What lies are being spoken over you? What lies are you telling yourself if you think you're not qualified, not good enough, not capable, you are exactly who God is looking for. Remember, you see what you know what is, but God sees what will be. 
All he needs is a willing heart. Someone who will say, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I will answer the call and I will follow where you lead. Will you surrender to his will for your life? Will you follow him in obedience and trust that he will provide? See yourself as the masterpiece that God sees you as and not the mound of unfinished clay you think you are. God, we come to you today and we just, we want to thank you, Father. Thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for your favor, how you provide. God, allow us to, give us the strength, Lord. Give us the strength to trust in you and to follow you wherever you lead. God, I pray that as we go forward, that we will go in the strength that we have. We don't have to get ready or, you know, do something else to, to be ready. We don't have to just, we don't have to say, God, just a little longer. I'm not, I'm not ready yet. God is saying, go in the strength that you have. Wherever you're at, if God is leading you, answer the call. Go in the strength that, he, that you have and God will provide the rest. If you feel God tugging on your heart, calling you to do something, leading you, uh, down a different path than what you're currently on. If you're facing you know, some obstacle or trouble, whatever it may be, God is saying, go in the strength that you have. And He will take care of the rest. If you just walk in favor with, with Him, you, you can do that by being obedient. So God, I, I pray that that we will have the, the discipline and the strength to be obedient to you, to go where you call, to follow where you lead, to do whatever you ask us to do and trust that you will protect us and you will provide for us. And if we just do that, we can walk in favor with you. And that with that favor comes an enormous amount of blessings and also comes an enormous amount of impact and you can do great things through us if we have that willing heart and that obedient heart. God, if there's anybody out there that doesn't know you, I pray, that doesn't know what your son did on that cross, what Jesus did, I pray that, that today they would surrender their life to you. They would accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They would ask him to forgive them for all their sins and that ask Jesus to come into their life and and be the Lord of their life. I pray they would surrender their will and their life to, to you, God. And in doing so, you would show them and what you see in them. And you would turn them into the masterpiece that you've made them to be. And God, that you would do great things through them. God, go before us today. Protect us. Watch over us. And fill us with your favor, Lord. Cover us with with your anointing, God, and let us be an example to others so that we may draw some to you. All this ask in your name. Amen.